Chris? We're live. I don't see a red thing. Where? Oh, there's a red thing going. All right. Oh, it's going. It's live. Oh, it's live. Uh, first of all, I'd like to apologize for my voice. I'm a little sick right now, which is uh, not good for long conversations, but it's great for my Hoya Rock impression, nigga. It really is, Joe. It really yeah. is. When I'm sick, I really get down deep for my Hoya shit, nigga. <laughs> You've been listening to Hoy's uh, podcast? His podcast is the shit. Very man. good. I just great. listened to Lars Fredri- Fredrickson one. That's good. Yeah, great guests, man. He got Lars Fredrickson. He's got Scott Vogel. He's got Matt Henderson. Yeah, I want to see him. Wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Matt really. Henderson is probably one of me and Chris's favorite guitar players. Yeah, for real. For uh, a uh, hardcore kid in the 90s, he was, that's, you know, he's oh, the, yeah. the coolest, the baddest dude out oh, there. He's a great guitar player, man. And he wrote, well, I think he wrote the him best and, hardcore album of all time, One Voice. Yeah. Yeah. I would say opinion. Matt Henderson and Bobby Hamble. Yeah, the were, top were guys, like the man. two uh, yeah. like the guitar heroes of the yeah. 90s, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yo, uh, so I was listening to the podcast with Lars of Rancid. That guy's voice, his talking voice, he should be like uh, a narrator. Absolutely. Yeah, he's like, uh, he, he reminds me of uh, Good voice Liam of work, Shriver. Right? Yeah. Who's that? Liam Shriver. He's, a, he's an actor, but he does a shitload of over uh, overdubs or whatever voiceovers. Yo, you know who does a lot of overdubs? The Dirty Jobs guy. Oh, does he? Yeah, I started recognizing his voice uh, over got, like he has a smooth voice like too. Like in yeah. documentaries and stuff, I'm like, oh, that's the Dirty Dirty Jobs guy in uh, CNN. He now. does have a good voice. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Lar- I was impressed with Lars' voice. A lot of like Midwest people. Well, some sound funny, but people from Detroit have real like no accent. You know, how, like there's all kinds of accents out here in the East Coast, but like Detroit area has this like. No accent. A lot of West Coast people are real slow and clear talking. And then over here, we got problems. Everybody sounds a little goofy, you know? Pennsylvania has, <laughs> what, probably six or seven accents oh, throughout Pennsylvania? Probably dozens, but oh, yeah, it depends where you're six at, regional. The weirdest being Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, Those Central PA is the weirdest, man. Central PA is like, you would think you're in Arkansas. Yeah. You guys better get out here. The co-ops are coming. <laughs> like, what the hell? Who? Who? Oh, There's like one dude in particular that we, we you know, somebody yeah. we know, but that's a, that's his voice. Who? Who's coming? Who? Where? Why? When? What? When? <laughs> Hold no, on a how minute. How? Who? But it's the, that way up there in the northern tier as well, like in the northern part of PA. What are they? Northern like? corner. It's kind of like a mix. Oh, like the Nanticoke people. It's like Nanticoke with like Clearfield kind of. They kind of like sound like Chicago people up there. Yeah, it's uh, odd. They say herd. And black, black, like that's like a Chicago. I heard thing. your new band. It was really hard. It was hard, Chubs. Hardcore. I love hardcore. But the hardest to imitate is the Philly accent. It's very hard to imitate. You can, can pick it say, out. I can say one word only: what? asshole. And house. Asshole. Water. Yeah, that's hard to imitate. You'll know somebody's from there, but like people from Delaware got it too, and outskirts of Philly. That's a fucking weird accent, man. But the brothers down there don't they don't talk like that. No, neither do uh, and the Italians like are like Rocky. There's yeah, like uh, sections of Italians in Philadelphia there is. that's it's all that South speak Philly. Like, uh, yeah, a lot different too. The Italians always sound cool. They don't go for that crap. Shout out to Tommy <laughs> Zizzo just texting me. TZ, My boy Tommy don't, Zizzo baby. for Tommy work. Ziz. Big fan of the podcast. Oh, he likes, huh? He's What's he like pissed. about it? I'll tell you what. He's he's getting pissed that it's taking so long. Yeah, me too, and rightfully so. Tommy Zizzo, Tommy Camilleri, my boy Anthony Fabiano, my, my you, work friends. Would you join the mafia? I know, I work <laughs> with all some Italians. People? All Italians and Antiguans. They let a brother work? They let a brother right, work. They, let, they put a brother on. The New York the New York Italians are getting soft. They're letting the brothers work now? 
But the Irish, you know, the Irish run the carpenters, man. Oh yeah, they're running the carpenters. What do the Italian locals run now? The concrete. They though, do right? concrete, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got stuck in the Irish concrete union somehow. Speaking of Irish, you see your boy Conor McGregor. Yo, listen. I was not a fan of Conor McGregor before I saw this fight, and I have to say I'm a fan of Conor McGregor now. I'm not a fan because of his fight, but I'm a fan because he really he he planned what he did and he did it. He did it to perfection. Yeah, he planned what he did and he did it. But if you you could if you're not you know hearing the interviews, you think oh, he you know, he's a lucky shot. Fights over early. That sucks. We didn't get to see a fight, but he said what that guy would do. That guy did it and he snuffed him. He dusted him out. It's over. Almost with this, it was perfection. Yeah, he got he got hit once. It was uh, he landed. Let me th- let me think here because it was only thirteen seconds. He it was a straight left. Yeah, a le- a nice leg, a good straight left yeah. too. Solid. Yeah, solid leg kick. And then you see Aldo committed to his his what's that a right hook he threw? Yeah. And he did land it. He landed it. But he landed but it while he, he was already knocked after out. He was knocked out. Yeah. And then uh, McGregor jumped on him, two hammer fists. Yeah. It was, fights it was, it was over. A wrap. On the way down, he looked like perfection. Yeah, he looked like bitch Stewie on the way down. Bitch Stewie. Yeah, he did. You ever see the episode of? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But bitch not Stewie. trying to melt. Let me tell you off. something about Conor McGregor though. He lost a lot of Irish fans. Really? Yeah. I work. You know, I work with all these Irish cats. Most of them are from Northern Ireland. And they loved Conor McGregor. Oh, it's my man, Conor McGregor. Over and over. Biggest fans. And I, you know, I hate, I'm always talking shit on Conor McGregor. Anyway, I figure, ah, I'm working with the Irish guys tomorrow. I'll give him some props on a fight. I say, oh, your boy uh, Conor won. Fuck Conor McGregor. Fuck him. I was like, why? And there's something called a poppy. And it's a red flower or something. And in England and Ireland, if you wear a poppy medal... It represents fallen British soldiers. Remembrance Day, right? yeah. Isn't it like the so like that? to an Englishman, it just means soldiers from any time, World War One, Two, whatever. But to a Northern Irish person, if somebody's wearing a poppy, they're talking about the the Easter Rising or something when they massacred the the British soldiers, massacred all these Irish dudes. And to an Irishman, it means you're backing the British. Oh wow! So all the northern, every single northern dude was like, "Fuck him!" So I looked on the internet. Conor McGregor wears the poppy pin, and you should see like people hating on him. Wow, like Irish dudes. That's crazy. Not the southern dudes, because to them, it, it you know, it's it's they're like, huh? They don't get it. But the northern Irish dudes take it as a huge insult. Wow, that's interesting. They're weird wow, people. Man, Irish. I mean, I, uh, they're almost the, human. Well, I will say the the thing I liked the most about his victory was the fans for sure. Yeah, the that fans was that sure. was more entertaining than the fight. Was watching all the the Irish. I don't think. I don't think any nationality has better fans than Irish. It's either Irish or English. It's a yeah, toss-up. Yeah, really. If toss-up between Irish and they English. They travel for their fans, man. They travel. They fly all over the world. Yeah. And when when uh, you showed me that clip of the guy singing uh, the Frankie best. Valley to, to Holly that Holm, unreal. that's one of the coolest things I ever saw. Yeah. And then the whole crowd got behind him, and they were all singing, you're just too good to no, be true. Awesome, I have just one question for you, Holly. And- <laughs> that was fucking <laughs> that amazing. That was awesome. Man. So yeah. congratulations to Connor McGregor. That was a, a. I gave him a call after the fight. I said, "Listen, <coughs> I've been you attacking a you. Yeah, I've been attacking you lately because you're so <laughs> cocky. But you did a good thing. You beat that Brazilian guy that was half your size. Let's see what you got when you're going against the cowboy Cerrone. Ooh, yeah, down to Cerrone I heard with those nasty style. head kicks, boy. Look at the guy. Got a guy tiptoeing down the stairs. Well, over we there. got some people infiltrating Aunt our Money. secret spot. And Money's dressed like Ice Cube over there. I like it. My son, I'm going to give a shout out to my boy. He did something very brave. What do you do? At school. He 
asked a girl to be his girlfriend. Wow. Wow. Nine years old, fourth grade. Yeah. Asked a girl to be his girlfriend. How old was she? Like 20, 21? She was uh, a student. Uh, uh, they're the teacher's assistant. And uh, yeah, nah, there you was go. a girl in, I his, like in that. his class. But uh, yeah, I'm very proud of him, man. That takes a lot of balls. It's like, it's like a, uh, you know. Right of those, a passage. Right a passage. passage. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Hey, look at Mav over here. It took him, he was 28 years old before he asked a girl out. At least, at least 29, really. Yeah. But it was worth it, wasn't it? It was worth that way. It was worth that way. finally did it. No, I was proud of my son, man. That's like a, that's a ballsy move. See, when I was that age, I was a weird kid. I would never confess to my parents of liking any girl. Just wouldn't. Because I... To me, it's none of their business. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I kind of got it out of him. I could see business. he was asking me some, um, like, leading questions. You know what I mean? Where yeah, I yeah, could yeah. kind of see what he, what he was talking about. And so I just kind of got it out of him. And then he spilled the beans. He told me everything, that he likes this girl. And uh, he said if she if she doesn't like him, then he's got a couple backup plans. Oh, that's where, great. He's thinking. You see that? <laughs> where if, uh, you know, Contingency plan. He had a few girls that he, you know. Whatever. I mean, I see how he he's operates. Dude is smooth. He's smooth. smart. He's very smart, too. He's smooth. He's handsome. He's a, he's, uh, he's got, like, a swag to him. Yeah. He's, he's not scared. He's very confident. That's good. You know what, man? Yeah. I. <clears throat> you know why that's good? Because <clears throat> you don't want to walk around with an ugly chick. You want to walk around with him <laughs> oh at goodness. all time with a dime. That's, That's uh, the key. one of the truest things you could ever say. You walking with an ugly chick? Come on, bro. You know what's next? You're gonna have a, a busted ass car. You're gonna have a limp. Yeah, you're not gonna one get eye. For that, <laughs> that, limp. that good job. You're not gonna get that promotion. <laughs> Listen, they say the same. The taller people, they they make more money. That's freakonomics, man. Everything. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You can't name your kid uh, some goofy ass name. You gotta name him something that, yeah. that rings of success, Listen, right, Chris? Who's Mavimantis? doing good? Herbert correct. is Herbert gonna do good? Is uh, Eugene gonna do good in life? It's gonna be rough for him. You gotta prepare your kid from the get to be smooth. Name him Ty Winnington. Well, that's, that's a, a good soap name. opera name. That is Ty a winning Winnington. name. Depends. If you're looking for him to be part of the Illuminati, that's a good name. This is my son, Ty Winnington. Hello there. That's I'm a good Ty. Name, right? Trent Westmore. It's Trent Westmore. <laughs> that's a good one. It's yeah. good, though. If, if kids know young, see, as older cats like we are, if I could go back in time, I would know that anything is possible. Back then, I thought many things were impossible. But they're not. Things are very possible. And I think relatively easy as long as you put time into your craft and then you pursue it. Time. But when you come up in a nowhere town like Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, you might think, ah, that's just for people out in Hollywood. We could never do that. I could never get that. But then we see it happen. It happens. Yeah. It's true. All the time. It's true. You know what? It's And it, we were talking about this. Uh, we, we played a show last weekend. In uh, where did we go? Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yeah, good right. show. Good show too. A lot of fun. Weird but we had it, we had some fun. good conversation on the way out, and we were talking about uh, this podcast actually because it sucks. We want to devote a lot more time to it. It's difficult with, with our, these two Mama Luke's. With, everything is a big project. With our it lives, is a project. you know. Like I could, I could basically record podcasts on a Thursday night or a Sunday night. That's that's my two podcasting nights, and uh, but. Imagine if we could devote a forty-hour week to this, like we do with our jobs, and you actually put that kind of time in it, like yeah. we do to our regular jobs. Imagine we put forty, we'd be fucking forty hours it. into a, a band. Oh, we'd wow. be fucking yeah, crushing it. We'd man. be the next Van Halen. Be crushing it. We'd be all. We'd be Hoya Rock. No, that's who we'd be. Where's Hoya? How you doing, Hoya? Hoya, what up? When do we? Go, when are you gonna come on Post America? We should do a collab. 
uh, this is what we should do. We record one episode. Yeah. He releases it as Smoking Word. Uh-huh. We release it as Post America, but it's oh. the same exact recording. A little cross pollination. Yeah, so cross pollination or the five <clears throat> of us. Yeah, because he always does it with Freddie. So not always, but, not always, but, but yeah, you usually. Know, if it was the five of us, that would be dope. We should yeah. have some really good conversation, good and then we do we release it the same audio for both podcasts. But it's just a good. But if we do it with Hoya, do we need to speak Spanish for his, or is it good? We I learned a couple words. We could go English. Sofritas. Sofritas. What's that? Mojotas, I know that from Chipotle. Caburto, piquincho, cororo. Oh my god! Did I say anything there? Or no, I don't know, man. Hey, anybody out there? Let me know. Send a tweet. See if I said anything right. I said anything. <laughs> I bet I did. But there's the one fuck? thing that made sense, and it was like going right now to chopping a pineapple out of a tree. Just, oh, oh, you said shit. get a Yo, pineapple. How do you say uh, United States? Peneple. Oh, you know to stato. No, no, no. no, no. Hey, you I think it's like you need. You need a. Uh, I, I know, know in French. Is. Les Etats-Unis. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, it was up, French peoples, to sin what happened over How there. How do I not know French. Spanish? This is ridiculous. You look like everybody thinks you're Puerto Rican. I know. You everybody know calls that. me Julio. They, they think my tattoo says Julio. It says they Julie. PR Joe. They say Julio. Because <laughs> <laughs> a, a Puerto Rican will get his own name tattooed on his own head. Oh, that's that's, that's, that's true. what a Puerto Rican would do. Puerto Ricans do love themselves. You know? They love. They feel Get your own name tattooed right on your cheek. That's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> this is my introduction. Yo, that's a swag holding culture. The Puerto Ricans they're feeling themselves. You see a mirror, there's gonna be a Puerto Rican looking at right behind you. Yo, Dominicans with the haircuts, man. Whoo, they yeah, cut they, crazy hair, man. They go to like they like that Caesar haircut a lot, right? They do the Caesar, but they they get the lines so sharp around yeah, the edges. Yeah. They would they going there every day for that. It's like all. Like, yeah, how do they, they keep go that like, up one, every three days or something? I cut crazy, my own man. hair, baby. Me too. These people. <laughs> you just shaving that joint. Yo, I, sh- good, I shaved my head the other day before I went to work. And uh, I was, you know, I woke up. I was all groggy. Oh, I shaved my it. head real quick. And when I got to the city, I looked in a, like a, I passed a window. I had all these lines. I missed so many spots. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I had to stop in Dwayne the Reed. brothers was clowning on you in the city, son. <laughs> I had to stop in Dwayne Reed and get a razor. Yeah, it happened to me before, too, the man. job at the, at the job. Yo, you guys, since you shave your head, I always see at the grocery store that thing that has wheels on it. That's oh, the Hoya Rock, the Norelco. Oh, he uses that? What's that called? The, the no, personal it's, men's it's, groomer. Yeah. It's not like an electric thing. It's something you put know, in fingers. It's like, it's a, like, little, a, it's like a ball. Car. It's like a you, ball with a... Yo, I tried it. It works? It ripped the shit out of the back of my head. Oh, like, yeah? yeah. Well, you got, me, you got the, the like wrinkles on the back of your head? I got a couple. I got a couple. Because I feel sharp like I got It looks like I got a sharp pain in the back of my head. So I would have to be like this. To do oh, it. yeah. my The back of my head gets crazy. I got to shave it with a... With a long Fairly, I like maybe second use only razor. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like first or second use, and I got to throw it away. Yo, these why are these razors so freaking crazy. expensive? I don't know, man. Nineteen I don't know what beads for like a four pack. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Dude, what? Yeah, what's it made out of? Gold? Fuck out of here. Titanium. I'll pull my shit right Yo, out. You know, you maybe you know if you got like coarse hair. Again, if you have shave your head or you got a coarse beard, you ain't getting more than two weeks out of that. Because if not, you're gonna yeah. it's like taking a cheese grater and ripping it across. You're like your half Italian, half Greek. You, you need I to got shave a lot of problems. Every, every two hours, you got to shave. I need a Yo, laser. Remember, a we, we did a tour in Europe one time, and we stayed in what are those real cheap hotels? Oh, those with the plastic. Everything's with the, like everything's it made also out of like plastic. A, like an airplane interior. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, <laughs> that was a France, I thought, right? Yeah, the rooms have a bunk bed. Dory's with red, a single right? on the top and a double on the bottom. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's like a France thing. So anyway, I happened to go in the shower after Chris. There was a hair in there. I gave you a split. There was a few hairs in there that right. were insane. I it was crazy. at least like nine wire. 
Yeah, like nine wire all curled up though. <laughs> like you you need some serious like a porcupine. pliers to curl these things. Man. Like a porcupine, my friend. It was crazy, Chris. And it came off your shoulder too. And I was like, where'd this come from? It's like right and in. you show me your shoulder. You got like a four inch long curly ass hair That's it, man. on your what shoulder. What the hell is that humming? Yeah, like a Sasquatch. You hear handle, that humming? Handle it, Chris. Huh, Someone just started humming. If you guys hear that, you got to tweet us and complain. Tweet us right now and complain. Big shout out to Fast Break Records for buying us uh, this dope equipment. Yeah, you know, know, Fast Break fronts the bill on that. You know what I'm saying? We don't say enough about Fast Break. FB, uh, Fast Break Records. Fast Break, they bought us uh, these new mic stands we have. We got some new pop screens. Yo, they, uh, they released a great lifeless album called Dream. And they just released a really cool record called The God Rhythm mm. by us. Wisdom What? You know what? And we were talking to Madonna about doing something. And then Fast Break just said, listen, fuck that bitch. Come with us and we'll do the right and thing. I Next thing you know, we get picked up. Break. They're taking us out to eat. We got to call her a bitch. We go to Peter Luger. Listen, you see what she's pulling lately, this Madonna? What's she doing now? Well, Adopting kids? I was just asking. Yeah, when you adopt more than a couple kids and you're loaded and you're like 60, 70 years old, to me it's kind of greedy. Because you're going to be dead before the kid's 11 years old. Then what? Kid's already bugging out. It's adopted. I wouldn't say it's greedy. It's still very You're gracious, man. There's people waiting and waiting. Good, nice lesbian couples in their 20s and 30s. Give it to them. That's two moms. You you don't want a dad. But in the meantime, while Madonna's alive, (laughs) these kids are going to have a great experience. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of money. Coming from a horrible... Horrible living conditions to living with Madonna. That's to living with a, basically a porn star. Yeah, it's, that's great. Good for them. It's I mean, like the story of Annie, but with porn stars. And exactly. she's going to be dead before the kid's 15, 11. Now, she's going to live a long time. How old is she now? She's probably, I don't know, pushing 60. She's probably like, who is that queen? Pushing 60. Uh, she's got to be more than that. Yeah? Nah. No, nah, I think she's pushing 60. Maybe 60. Maybe 60. You was, think even that old? I don't even think she. I don't, she, think, I don't she's think she's sixty. I would say pushing sixty, like late fifties, mid to late fifties. She dated Dennis Rodman. She boned out Dennis Rodman. I mean, what do you want? That's a brave woman. He's got a piece That's on him. That traitor. That he Russian got, traitor. He got a piece on him. What else happened since we were last here? A lot of crazy stuff. Oh man, crazy! Oh, Ronda stuff. Rousey got her ass beat. That big clown talking all that trash. Did we talk about? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we talked. Yeah, about I don't know. I don't think we did since last. Time. Good for her. You think That's you're the best ever? You got one move. Holly Holmes came in and she's from Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. She came in and threw you beaten. <laughs> Holly Holmes is not from oh, Stroudsburg. I could have sworn I saw her at the she's Wawa. The, uh, she's the preacher's daughter. We got preachers around here. She could be from here. Um, That was a pretty cool. That was exciting. That was very exciting, man. Yeah. Better than a Conor McGregor two-second fight. Jeez, Aldo, what were you thinking? Yeah, that was a bad game. The guy got a foot on you. You're lunging in there like, like that. <clears throat> I could have had a better game plan. Uh, Chris... I know there's been some exciting things going on with your work. Care to talk about? I know be you, exciting Chris because that's you, you kept on dodging a podcast for the last. <laughs> yeah, man, Chris has been busy, busy as hell at work. Busier than busier than I was when when I couldn't do the podcast. So I know uh, you got you've been working on some crazy stuff. Yeah, I did a, a good monitoring job up at a historic lock up by uh, Honesdale. Oh. Explain what a lock is to the a people. Lock, it's huh? not part of the canal we grew, system. We grew up around canals, but a lot of people don't know what a lock yeah, it's, is. Yeah, it's part of the canal. There's a lock tender's house. That was there from the 19th century, and I did a monitoring job up there, and then I've been working uh, at, a, at another 200-acre uh, project. So it's pretty big, and we found a bunch of sites and stuff, and we're in the write-up phase of that now. So busy, busy. But you, sh- you showed us a picture where you were digging in gravel that was from Pleistocene yeah, well, period, I believe. Was yeah, that? yeah, when they monitored it down, when I, that picture I sent in, yeah. I was down at the base where I was pointing. It goes back to the, just at the end of the last ice age. 
So that's a wow. we, they went down that far. So that's what five thousand years. The uh, last ice age. I would say a little more than that. Maybe ten thousand. About around there. About ten thousand years ago. They had woolly mammoths back then. That would be the time for him. If but I lived back then, I would definitely have a woolly mammoth. For like a pet, right? Yeah. Like I would definitely have ride like a, a woolly mammoth. A, a, a little cart thing that I ride around with the family. I would probably ride a woolly mammoth, yeah, and have like a maybe a, like a nice little- And mammoth. have a rear view camera on them because it's probably family, hard to see. A family of woolly mammoths. Yeah, so it, it went back pretty good. But at that point, you know, during the last ice age, this area- and uh, up, you know, further north of Stroudsburg, let's say, was on the two miles of ice during the last ice. Two miles so, of ice. Two miles of ice. That's insane. That's yep. how long it take that to melt? Uh, quite a while. So, where's the lakes at? I don't believe that. Where's the big well, lakes? Uh, that we should know, have great lake right here. Then there should be, but right, uh, right Joe, come on, all around here. Attack them. There's tons <laughs> of it. We're, we, you know, everything is glacial up here in the Poconos. The beautiful Poconos. Listen, the scenic we're, Poconos. We're not glacial around here. We're very open minded. All uh, glacial landscape, as they say. You're being very glacious right now. I know. I know. Um, so yeah, you know, but it's just been it's just a lot of work, man. Chris is a doctor of archaeology, by the way. We like bragging about him to show that his his intelligence raises the average of intelligence between the three of us. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, for, and we, me but and Richie also matter, like team up on Chris. Yeah. And attack him. even though he's the smartest, like we feel dumb, like we, even we though he's the smartest. That's like a thing, like of envy and, and <laughs> you guys are nuts. He's good. Let's make him bad. Yeah, he's smart. Let's make him dumb. But that was cool, man. Just, you know, knowing you're working with something that's old, that's that old. Yeah, actually, the geomorphologist said it was going that that far back, man. I was like, wow, that's cool. Yeah, you know? when you work with something that's that old, it does. It feels kind of cool. Like when we play a show with Evan, it's just like this. <laughs> oh, my God. Something about it. He is old, isn't he? Yeah, we feel like. I'm right behind him. What am I saying? Part of you know, history. Like, yeah, you're just like, what was it like when you were young? Like, what was it like? Back in my day. Oh, uh, he's got some stories. He's talking about. He does. Like movies with no sound, Buster and, Brown shoes, and yeah. you know, high socks. <laughs> you know, it was only tucked into it was the only in socks. the last like oh, suspenders. Dear God, five years that he started wearing sneakers. Extra, extra. Remember, he had a job. Extra, right. selling papers, selling papers on yeah. a, on the corner of Main Street. <laughs> yeah, like when he says where he saw movies. Oh, I saw a movie in that place. It's, now it's like an abandoned grocery store. Like <laughs> I saw a movie in there. Like, geez. Well, man, what we were talking about, um, I can't. I think it was on the last episode, but we we were talking about borrowing the film projector from the library and watching movies on their living room. Oh, walls. yeah, that's ridiculous. Crazy. That's that's true, man. People want to hear that next story, though. He got caught that he had another story. So. Oh, his he's got crazy stories. He's got man. a lot of stories. Yeah. I have uh, I, <laughs> I want to tell that story for him. It's so good, but he's got to tell it. That is I'm good. so fortunate that I had uh, I, well, I, I had him to look up to and my brother, yeah. where they were already like, I I decided when I was a little kid, like I don't want any part of this religion, man. Like I definitely don't want to be this, and uh, like just they they kind of gave me the balls to stop going. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's difficult, man, saying goodbye to all of your family. It does. I mean, it takes a lot of discipline to be involved with that religion, and it takes a lot of like righteousness and concentration. <laughs> and no, it takes it takes <laughs> obedience. That's what it takes. Yeah, f obedience. I question everything. Obedience. Don't ask any questions. Just be obedient. And uh, you know that doesn't. Sit, How could you that like sit well with? I me. say the majority of people are obedient slaves. Yeah. yeah, and you know what's funny right now with all the people like so scared of terrorism, it's the people who these so-called right-wing tough guy gun crazies, and I got we all got guns, we love guns over here, but those people that they love their guns, they're right-wing military, 
they're so scared right now, and it's showing, and it's so embarrassing for this country how scared it, they it are. Is. <laughs> you know what? You know what's, you know what's, what's like, fucked you know, up about a it? There's little, a little tiny terror attack that randomly happens. You have a better chance of getting stung by a bee and getting killed or struck by lightning, and they're on their backs crying, screaming for, for help from the same government that they hate. It's what a joke, you and, bunch of pussies. Yeah, it's just like they're willing to, you know, they're the ones who scream the loudest about the Constitution, but they're the ones who are going to be willing to bend it. Anything. They're yeah, so they're willing scared. to bend it than, you know, when, when they're scared or, oh, oh. And now scare a, me. Now there's a, like, uh, don't let it a, change society, There's man. a crossroads that they've come to where you, you, you want to protect your gun rights, but those same laws that you, you're going crazy trying to protect your gun rights allowed a an American, American to buy a gun and commit a terrorist act in the name of a jihad. That's true. So, so now you're you know it's it's, it's like you're you're at it's a almost paradoxical, so which, isn't it? Which which uh, which uh, cause are you going to get behind, or can you do the logical thing and say you know what we need stricter gun laws and we need to do something about uh, fighting. Uh, Islamic fundamentalists. You, gotta, you need both. You need both. You can't be like but Obama but and these... refuse to say that the problem even exists. He's scared to even mention the title of the problem. That's weird. That's really odd. It's very weird, yeah. And at the same time, those people are so scared of something that they'll, they, they'll win the lottery. They have a better chance of winning the lottery than getting killed by an Islamic terrorism, you know, a terrorist. What do you know so what it is? Of? Just get it's, over it. It's the another boogeyman. If you think, if you look at American politics, shit, there's always a it. there's always a boogeyman the Americans have hanging right right you know right above the horizon that's going to come and you know destroy yeah. the American way. Before this, you had communism. You know what I mean? It was yeah. a, we grow up so would you in say the seventies and eighties with the godless communist is going to here? Well, where I lived, it was the Puerto Ricans next door that everybody was scared of. <laughs> would you, you say know. that boogeyman is there by design, Chris? Every time. Yeah, I, you know what? It, it, this is very convenient. You know, you still have the disillusionment of the Chris Soviet Union. Very, he's very, he doesn't really want, because that would, that would mean he believes in a conspiracy yeah, theory. Yeah, I would mean I believe in a conspiracy theory. You almost got me to commit to one. Very clever. But it but seems always to is, me though. like there's always, there's always a boogeyman. There's always something. has got to be. There's always something. There's, yeah. there's always a cause of the month. And uh, oh, know, this has been going on for years and years now, but... There's always a cause of the month, and it's, you know, it's a political control device. A lot of times, whether it's there on purpose or not, they the uh, political entities use it to their advantage. Uh, yeah, the, the that's absolutely. That's you know what I mean. That's, when they, that's need absolute, to, when they need to twist the screws a little tighter here and there, they use they use these books. Well, you know, the fact is that if you think about, I don't know, I want I always ask myself, <coughs> how are historians going to look back? at you know this century and let's say from 9-11 and what you see it depends who comes out on top well it does but I think in the, in the long in the long haul you know you let one incident change a fundamental underpinning of the United States you had the Patriot Act and all the other you know, horror that that brought on to, to, to citizens wide scale spying you know then you got the, the what the stuff that Edward Snowden really kind of exposed you know when one event kind of trans has such a transformative effect on society that makes you have to think you know what i mean are you willing to change the fundamental underpinnings of what makes america america i say no god things? damn it i you say know? no 
because at the I think at the end of this process, what we're going to end up with, let's say fifty years in beyond our lifetimes, is going to be something quite different than the America we grew up in. Prior to that, I think historians are going to look back and say that was a, a transitional point. And you don't oh, recognize yeah, the changes we, we that happen now. when you're living through them. You know, it's very slow; it's lumbering under its own weight. But I think it's you know we're moving towards something that's going to be different. You know, that point a different America. The tipping point was was nine eleven, probably right. That's oh, definitely yeah. the. I think you could say that's something that ushered in a series of changes that might have been, you know, backburned up until that point. But it certainly gave everybody good, good reason enough to, you know, start implementing a different kind of a different kind of approach. And you know, the ramifications of that are still unclear. You know, it's, right. it certainly is it's still unfolding. It's still unfolding. Yeah, it's true. a different day. You know, we're living in a different time than it was, let's say, 1975. Hmm. On some on some levels, you know what I'm saying. So it's interesting to see. I think historians are going to have a field day with it. You know, 150 years from now. Now, what if a track the and field Islamic day. extremists win this this future war? Then it won't matter because they don't believe in historians or they'll burn the remnants books, of the past. Burn the libraries. They won't allow their people to read anything. Only history told from lip to lip, lip to ear. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't like terrorists. Of course. <clears throat> but I don't sweat them either. I don't sweat them. I punch a terrorist right in the face, dude. Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's ridiculous how scared people are, and and the, it's ridiculous how scared the tough guys are. Yeah, it yeah, ridiculous. You know, I mean, I can't. You know, you can't blame people though. Why? That's, come on, use your head. Nobody wants to die. No, nobody wants to. Nobody die. wants to die in a horrible. No, bomb, not at all. You, know, you don't want to die. Okay, right? then then don't drive your car. Because you're way more likely to get killed no, than that. I understand that, what you're saying. You want to say, then don't go for a jog. You want to kind of have a say in the way you go. I know it's not the way it works, but yeah. you don't want to be on a bus and somebody detonates a, a bomb. No, of course that's, not. That's definitely not the way you want to go. And I don't want to be now, driving was, to work and get smashed out by some guy coming home from a party. So know? one of my work friends was, was involved in an incident the other day Yeah, where some shady looking people got on a bus oh. handing packages back and forth to each other turban Ooh. wearing and he noticed not turban wearing no ah, who cares then? and they were and he noticed it though him and, and another friend of mine noticed it and when they got to the Lincoln Tunnel one of these people started beeping like this beep beep oh boy beep beep Beep, like from beep, his mouth? Beep, 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 something on his person. Like a timer. Ah! <laughs> oh, and it started my God. real, like, slow, and then get faster and faster and faster. Yeah. And he said he almost had a heart attack. He almost just got up and tried to smash the window out of the bus. He was scared to death. That's and I funny. probably would be, too. Yeah, I'd be bald. Oh, yeah, out. man. And... You can't. I can't blame him. Like, no, that's no. that's fucking scary, dude. Yeah, that's. Scary. I don't want to imagine like you. You know, I'm in a a bus bomb at the, but, the but you mouth know what of it the is, Lincoln though? Tunnel. Fuck. I that. think that I people. I like think that. people in America just don't don't understand that you can't stop one lone person from doing that. There's no way to protect against it. No, There's no way to get really a guy can. who's going to grab a gun and push up a bomb to himself and go on a crowded bus. Yeah. It's impossible to find him to stop him. It's it's an impossibility. So you're left with the hard decision of how, what kind of society do you want to live in? Are you going to live in constant fear, change the fundamentals, and and hope in some long shot, perhaps yeah. hope of having this security? You can't stop. Or you're going to go about what makes the country great. You're going to continue along your life. And when you do. 
when you take the route of living in fear, it's like they always say, the terrorists win. They do win. Then. That's the whole point. Yeah. Is to make you change Their the way you terrorize you. They want to change the way you live. So the if way you're you terrorized, then they win. I don't want to live like terrorize that. terrorize me. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't I don't think I could ever live in fear. I'd be nah. afraid, of course, but I'm, I, I could never live in fear because, you know, I just don't give a shit about anything that, that much. That I, I live in fear, you know? Well, yeah. knock on wood. Or but, plastic. Uh, All right, but, that's um, enough for that topic. Yeah, We're giving these guys too much heavy. time. It's a heavy topic. That's true, we are. Bin, La- Bin Laden, you bastard. Bin Laden. He's still around, or is he gone? No, he's dead. He's oh, deceased. Good, good, good. Deceased. Seal good. Team. See? Yeah, See what happens when you mess with us. Zero Dark Thirty. Let's not talk about the SEAL stuff. All right, let's keep that under what we know about the SEALs. Let's keep it under wraps. They got something big coming. We know that. We just talked to, to the major the other day. Shh, let's go on to the inquiry. Richie, you've said too I much already. This out Listen, now. I would never mention Major Houlihan and what he told me. Richie, you but, said too much already. Houlihan. Right, let's go know. on to the next thing. What's the next thing? We got questions, Joe? We do have a question. People are aggravating and, us. Uh, I, you know, we tried to do the a right thing. podcast. Oh. With with Chris missing, we, me and Richie tried it. It was bad, man. And uh, you know, there's something about the chemistry. We just kept on talking off. about Chris. We're like, "Yo, what about that?" You know, Chris would say with that. You know, like, <laughs> Get Chris the hell out of really, here! We really Get did miss Chris, here. man. That's the truth. I say, so, Joe, you hearing good songs lately? I did. You know, Chris would really like this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Chris oh, sent me. Chris sent me a link are ridiculous. to this Richie, have a good meal. I did, man. Chris would like this too. It was a nice spaghetti dish. And we said, "You shut the friggin' machine off." So I will ask. We <laughs> asked a question from a listener on that on that episode which probably will never air uh maybe bits and pieces we'll do like a compilation like we have in the past but uh i want to say this one again this is from timothy davis he said i was wondering if anyone in the band would consider themselves libertarian oh i don't mean a member of the libertarian party more or less believe in the philosophy of liberty it seems like a lot of the missing links which is a an album uh the last album we did before the God Rhythm. Yes. Uh, it seems like a lot of the missing links was liberty-oriented. Songs like Facing the Abyss from mm. Sick of It All, which I did guest vocals on, one of yes. my proudest moments, or Defend, Protect, The Cost of Living, etc., have very strong liberty message, so it makes me wonder. Libertarian? Oh. Very interesting. Discuss. Well... I would say no. I don't. I wouldn't call myself any anything in particular. If I hear a good idea and I like it, then I just that just goes into my vernacular, goes into my my thought process, and I, you know, I, I'll say like this: I'm not a political party. I'm an American. Ooh, ooh, okay. Rich, damn. So what that means? You hear that, Chris? What that means is I can pick and choose the best aspects. Of all the parties. And why not? You would be foolish to ignore the most powerful very parts. Very true. That is very true. Certain parties. I'm sure they all have something nice to add. Well, not, you know, not the Nazi party. I won't, don't want any part of that. But some aspects of the libertarians, some aspects of socialism, some yeah. aspects from the Democrats or Republicans. Why not? Exactly. I would be a fool not to choose these things or simply just to shut them off because as you know you don't agree with some other aspect of the yeah. platform Bernie Sanders is my man though <laughs> I keep going or what? Okay. Oh, that was good I like that <laughs> I have to loop that I like that um, it's like an owl I like Bernie Sanders because uh, he says he's 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 like the common sense 
version of what Donald Trump is trying to do, trying to be blunt and to the point and, you know, just say the thing that's on what his a mind. Clown, but he's Trump. so fucking goofy and he just literally just ignores the Constitution. Like the actual, you know, he has the best followers. He thinks, he thinks the Constitution is like a, a like a nuisance or well, something. Well, you know what he you know? why he has the best followers? Why because is that? whatever he says, he could say it in black and white, clear, written in audio. You have all the evidence. If it catches heat, the next day he'll just say, "I didn't say it." Or I didn't mean it like that. And then his That's enough, crowd man. goes yeah. right. Oh, he didn't mean it like that, though. You're taking That's it out crazy, of context. Dude. Yeah. It's, he's, he's a goofball, dude. He's a goofball. And, and this is the thing. Let's say your body is a country. And you have to go to a doctor. You got to get surgery. Let's say my body is a wonderland. Do you want Trump as a doctor or some old Jew? You want an old Jew, Jew to be the doctor, Jew, day, and that's day. Bernie Sanders, baby, or uh, Ron Paul. He's a good. You know old, it is, nice old, he's an actual doctor. Nice I, doctor. I think Trump taps into something where it's like everything is so simple. It's such a common sense, basic thing. I'm going to make it great, but there's no, no nobody wants to hear the the long sordid tale of how one's going to go about making it great. What about it? Just it's it makes you feel good. Trump is like a, when you're if you're on a diet and you want to eat a bowl of spaghetti. It just satisfies you for the moment. It makes you feel good for a second. This is what he is. Yeah. Nothing wrong with he's spaghetti. Jerk, he's like jerking that. off. That's he, what he Trump is. is. He's the he's the he's America just masturbating. Well, that's last what, night they did, they did. The Republican debate was last night, and a lot of them said things that were ridiculous. And uh, the guy Ted Cruz was saying how he would carpet bomb. He would. I would carpet bomb the Middle East. <laughs> wow. Which is an illegal procedure. They said. It's, it's like <laughs> it's a war criminal. It's, yeah. You'll be a war criminal if you do. But he didn't even know that. But they, they, but he, and when he said that, people cheered. I won't like this nerdy little pussy that never took a shot, never took a right hook, never gave a jab. Is talking so tough. There was not Barbara one veteran Barman. on that whole Republican stage, but yet if there was nine guys up there, seven are talking about just bombing everybody, not taking any crap. Bomb the. I think there's a word for them, chicken hawks. That's yeah. the word. It's a chicken hawk. I, I my my word for him was pussy bitches. The you got to see the here. video that Ted Cruz himself put on his own website of he was uh, he was coaching his family through one of his campaign ads and it's the most weirdest it's it's just <laughs> fucking weird he's coaching his family and making his wife say the same line like 10 times in a row he's a creep and making his kids say the same line yeah. 10 times in a row it's so weird please google that it's 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 the weirdest thing i think but i've you know ever I, seen and i can't believe he released it because it just shows like the phoniness yeah. of it's there, there's this one in particular of his family sitting around the dinner table about to eat dinner and He's like, all right, children, now who would like to say grace? Yeah. And then the kids oh, are fighting boy. over who gets to say grace. No, I'll and tell they, you that. No, let me. And they do I'll it. They do so many takes of it. <laughs> oh and they show God, every take. Heaven. It's so weird. Like, why would you show oh. the goofy, fake side? They of, probably thought it would be cute to their, their world. Or humanizing. It's going to make yeah. him to show the human wow, side of Wow, he's a father. Kind of Look. But it was he's more not like, a robot. It was more robotizing than yeah. uh, humanizing. You know what's funny? If you want to Google something, Google what his roommate in college wrote about him. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Some the roommate cars tore him up like what a freak weirdo <laughs> oddball stinky dirty guy he is and everything <laughs> stinky wow. get out really, of here really stinky Ted, Ted Cruz's roommate that's horrible like, yeah he burned him alive dude that can't stand that Ted Cruz or you know that, what he, like, he's another dude you know who, Chris he's your age dude really he's young he's young guy he's not like old I, I thought he was old wow that's bananas yo it's what's going on out there is ridiculous 
Let's get off this topic, though. Oh, wait a minute. You guys got to answer the guy's question. Oh, I did. Yeah, oh, I Chris, would say no. I'm not a libertarian, yeah. but you know, I, there's definitely some there's great some aspects of it that I like. Yeah, I've I, heard I some great ideas. You know, and, uh, I wouldn't say yeah. that I'm, I'm uh, Tucker Carlson or one of those dudes. You know, who loves yeah, a bow tie, a little fruit. Uh, you know, but I did some aspects of libertarianism that are that are cool. You know, I say if you wear a bow tie, you can't run for any office. Wow, <laughs> see that would take care of the nerdy Republicans, and it would take care of the. The black Muslims. <coughs> Let's face it. Sometimes they, they it looks get rid of me quick. Bow tie. Yeah, if you're like selling fried chicken. If you no, if you or if you're supposed <laughs> to be nerdy. Doesn't that guy like wear a, a bow tie? The guy that sells fried chicken. No, yeah, Colonel Sanders. Yeah, yeah. wear a bow tie. Yeah, it's like does. a shoe string. <laughs> I thought it was a bow it's tie. A I, I, it's something like that. No, it's like I think some it's like old thing. school bow tie. That's a southern bow tie, my oh friend. My it God, surely is. It surely is. <laughs> uh, Anthony told me a really funny your mom and joke. He said your mom was so fat. She went to KFC and said, I want a bucket of chicken. And he said, what size? And she said, the one on the roof. Oh, Pink. damn. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Any more questions or you got this? Uh, uh, that's uh, the only that one was I really one, wanted yeah, to we, do this time. Yeah, we had to get that away from that Katie. He's a good you know? Katie. Wait patiently. Go Thank for you. you. We Katie appreciate right that, thing. Tim Davis. Keep sending them. Send your questions to postamericapodcast at gmail.com or uh, you can tweet us at postamericans. And uh, we'll keep we'll update Instagram fairly frequently uh, at Post America Podcast. Yeah. So thank you for that though. Subscribe we really on iTunes. Yeah. Subscribe Very on important. iTunes. Download uh, or uh, rate and review. That's yes, the thing. That's the key. It was so cool. Like we, I, I didn't really know how to read the reviews, and when I finally figured it out, I they're awesome. The reviews. Yeah. Are great. Do it so iTunes? many got deleted somehow. Some really? Yeah. It got restarted. There's a few up there, but like you know. Like, first couple hundred got deleted a couple hundred <laughs> <laughs> what well uh yeah so just keep sending them because you know some that's tragic that they got deleted we need to get no, those numbers good feedback but the feedback has been great and it's we're gonna find a balance in this thing we're definitely going to find a balance out. but it's you know it's difficult right now but i really appreciate all of the uh the texts and the emails from people wondering when the next podcast is coming out. You know what's cool, man? There's people that don't listen to hardcore music yes. that love this podcast. And, uh, well, tell them this is not for them. Go listen to something else. Primarily, we've been, you know, like the, the people who know us, you know, throughout the world is from our, our music. But this is like something else, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like, nice that it's, uh, people. Uh, it's a way to get our music out too to people that don't know about the music. That's so true. make sure you go buy uh, Wisdom and Chains records and all of that. Yo, you know who I saw? Who'd you, who'd you I see? saw Dan Mills from Cold World because Cold World did a show in New Jersey. Yeah, and that's our friend who came up around here. He's you know came up in in the scene with us, <clears throat> but he lives now. He has a family in England. He moved there a while ago. But he said some very nice things about the podcast. He said he listens and he feels at home. That's awesome. So I hope great, we soothe man. you to sleep tonight, Danny Mills. But he, <laughs> he mentioned about the Halloween episode and Chris's story about how he has the sleep, uh, sleep paralysis. paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Ooh, nice. And he said from a young man, he would have this happen to him in Wilkes-Barre or Wilkes-Barre, PA, however you say that. About six years old, it started in his parents' house, and it was terrorizing, terrifying, scary, and he, he explained it just like Chris, to the point where he would sleep with weapons under his pillow. Now, it happened for years and years, but never like a lot in a row. Maybe throughout the years, he said like 10 times. 
and he couldn't wait to tell us. He said when Chris was telling the story, he was getting cold chills. So anyway, he goes home for the holiday, Thanksgiving, and uh, I see him after Thanksgiving. The first day back, he sleeps at his parents, and it happened again. Holy <laughs> shit. In that yeah, same room. No way. That's crazy. So maybe it has something to do with location. Yeah. I don't know. But he said <laughs> he said maybe because it was on his mind again, he doesn't. But I had a crazy conversation last weekend with uh, Colin from, uh, you know, Colin of Arabia. Colin yeah. up yeah. And uh, he told me some crazy stuff that he's going through in his house right now. He, Colin he of Arabia. He a new house. And... Uh, <laughs> There's some uh, some shady shit going on. <laughs> yeah, he really he told yeah. me his house is haunted, but it's he didn't get man. into it. He, he but, told me he got into details with me, and man, it's, it's yeah. fucked up. Oh, we gotta get him that, on because that's a really weird guy, Colin. We gotta get Colin on. Yeah, he trolled Wisdom and Chains so hard. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was the did. best. It this was is the, the craziest best. thing ever. We're backstage. We're playing a show with them in Rhode Island, and, and we had planned we had planned this for probably at least so two weeks or a week and a half ahead before the show. Yeah. We were gonna play cover song. From our old friend's uh, product of waste from up in Rhode Island. Yeah, rest in peace there, Terry. So he's from, product of waste is from Rhode Island. Great band, and the singer died. And we, we own the singer's old van now, so we always remember Terry, plus the band was just dope. So we say, all right, we're going to Rhode Island, let's play a product of waste song. So we're in the backstage, and we say, yeah, we might play this product of waste song, but we're trying to learn it real quick. Because we actually covered that song, it's out on vinyl. So it's on a seven inch called We Never Sleep. The song is called I Fight. So we're learning it amongst ourselves. Should we play it? Should we not play it? So Colin comes in, yo, you gotta play it. You're gonna play it, right? Who doesn't know it? Luke, you don't know it? Oh, you gotta learn it. I'm like, no, Chris don't Chris is not sure. Chris, you gotta learn it. You guys are gonna play it. Please, you gotta play it, you gotta play it. <laughs> and I'm like to the point where, oh, is he gonna go bananas when we play it? Oh, that's cool. You guys are excited to hear the song. I don't know. Next thing you know, Colin of Arabia is playing. And they played a fucking song. <laughs> they played the song. He looked, right, he looked right at my at my face. Like when they did it, he pointed right at me. What a song. I was like, oh, you bastard. <laughs> that was awesome, bro. That was that is pretty awesome, though. That's a good, that's a, that a good trolling excellence. That was that's a like good real troll, life trolling, not good like internet troll. trolling. That's like old school real life trolling. <laughs> analog trolling. Some analog and trolling. And as soon as you play the song, I remember him like looking into my eyes in the backstage, like like <laughs> assuring that we should you should play it, right? You gonna play it like he just wanted uh, that confirmation. He couldn't wait. To, he couldn't wait to just pull the rug out that from under. Bastard. Yo, is he a giant? Every time I see him, he looks three inches taller. That guy. He's huge, man. He's a, he's like a a commanding presence. He has like a brow a room, ridge, you know? like he's part like a, a caveman. What the fuck? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Explain what a brow ridge is, uh, Chris. You know what that is? Well, it's right above your eyes, where your nose meets kind of with your forehead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That thing that hangs over though, like a like yeah, a, come, like a shelf, like, like an early guy that would be walking. <laughs> around like pulling a hair a girl by her hair uh, with a club oh, a caveman he be, style he'll be good at that man yeah he's a, yeah, he, he's a cool guy man. Fucking crazy. Okay, we definitely have to have him on because he's this, got some this scene great has stories. really crazy people in this, this hardcore scene yeah really crazy a lot scene. of and real very life diverse. misfits man very diverse real weird could you imagine what they would be doing if there was if there was no like hardcore scene? I don't know, man. Like, what would they be doing? They'd It'd be scared. Got to be in jail, right? You have to shut a lot the of them. A lot of them probably be loaded. Like the guys who really dedicate their time to hardcore because you never get nothing in return with hardcore. <laughs> if they dedicated their time to something else, oh, guaranteed they they you know they. Oh succeed. man, we should. I, I wish uh, we could teach Joe hardcore how to like 
do like stock exchange. Yeah. He was so fucking good. Oh, he'd at be it. like Rain Man at the stock exchange. He'd be yeah. killing it. At two points. I mean, yo, he is obsessed when he gets into something. Obsessed. And if he was obsessed with something that could make him money, forget it. But good for him. He does a great fest. There's a lot of good stuff going on in Hark. That's another thing we could talk about. But, you know, you're, we're doing the Persistence Tour in Europe oh. with Ignite, Terror, oh. H2O. Um, Twitchy Tongues, Twitchy Iron Tongues, Reagan. Iron Reagan. And Risk it's awesome, man. We're going to have a good time. Crazy. You want to talk to Toby? And he wants to. Last time we did a little run with uh, H2O, we had what they call a push up contest. Oh, that's right. What was it? 100, and, 100 push ups in. In a certain amount of Half time. An hour or they like said that. something that they were doing amongst their own band and they thought it was all like hard. I'm like in my head when they said it, I'm eating a bag of Doritos and sitting there <laughs> scratching my stomach. I said, Well, I'll do this little contest with you boys. Cause you know, they're like, you know, they're pretty boys. <laughs> and you know what? I smoked them. My big fat ass went down there and smoked them, boy. <laughs> Woo! That's how we do it. Uh, Can't stop I, yo, me Chris, from push up. Sit on my bring, back. Can we bring this stuff? to uh, Persistence Tour this setup exactly I could probably answer and say no can yeah, we bring a, a trimmed down version of this to do podcast we're gonna be around so many interesting people I think it would be a complete I wonder we'll have to do an experiment travesty I think I have to do, do an experiment because I have that interface that we use to record Ooh, and, I could, and I could put two microphones into has two inputs oh yeah, it's not enough though but it's not enough you know, if it's just two mics, it might not be enough. What if we get a portable setup like Hoyas? He's got that that cool little recorder with the with the uh, just plug a couple mics into it. Yeah, I see Hoyas sitting in the back of a car doing a podcast. It sounds yeah, he great. Does it, he does we got all, all these wires, cables awesome. everywhere, the soundboard, freaking big things. Like, what's the deal? Come on, Chris, tone it down. Our baby. stuff looks good. It definitely looks good. Yeah, if you're looking at it, you say, "Wow, these guys are pro." Do they work for Howard Stern? <laughs> but no, we don't. We got a lot of extra shit. But anyway, we got to figure out a way, correct? I think we all. How are we going to go on the road with these people and not, you know, come on, we got to talk to Vogel. It would be crazy not to. We got to talk. I mean, I think I mean, we, he's we kind of probably a boring do guy. with two good mics. Anyway. You know, and we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out the you can hand the mic later, off. But, we'll do a handoff. But, uh, yeah, yeah do that. we're definitely gonna, looking forward to doing some podcasting from the road. We'll throw the mic off. You and let's think of it like a 40 hour work week. Not like a vacation. Like we're on tour, but let's do this working, you know? One podcast a week. It's a working tour. Did we get an interview with the guy from Ignite? Though I heard he's a little, he's a little rough to get with. Yeah, I'll get him. Oh, I'll yeah. get him. Cause he's kind of like a not a happy guy, you know. Uh, yeah, he, you know, he's I've, very I've, by I've the had book. Some good conversations with by him. the book. The guy who would be a good interview over there. Adam Blake's a fun guy to talk to. He man. is, and he got that pretty accent. He got I great like accent. Yeah, man. We could talk to. Uh, yeah, we could talk to Scott. Uh, I would like to get Remco Pardell on there. My, you know, my jujitsu judo buddy from Holland. He's yeah. a really smart dude, real interesting guy to talk to. Who's the guy who cracked my back? That's to, the Thomas Tomas. Yeah, he. I just was talking to him today. Yeah. Yo, he made a cool shirt. It's uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find this real quick. He made a cool shirt. It's called Hard Hardcore Osteopathy, and he's got quotes from you. Uh, Hoya, hold on. This is cool. On the shirt. On the shirt. What did I say? So I'm not hopeful. I'm not racist. I hope. Yeah, come on. <laughs> of course not. Uh, let me see here. It's just quotes of people whose backs he cracked and stuff like oh. that on tour. My quote might be a fart because I remember so farting as soon as you cracked it. Hardcore osteopathy. And this one has a picture of him uh, giving Hoya like a, um, I don't know, some crazy massage or like Are you a. sure it's a massage or they dating? Thing. He said, yo, that's. Hoya said. <laughs> 
I'll show you the picture. It says, yo, that's the spot, homie. Yeah. Look at That's a real shirt? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's cool, He's man. cracking away. That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's Looks awesome. Like he's punching him right in the shoulder. And then the other one has a bunch of quotes on it. It said, yo, that's the spot, homie. Hoya Rock. Holy shit, that was crazy. Richie Crutch. That's exactly what I said, I bet. Here, do my foot. <laughs> that's Andrew from Strife. <laughs> I'll do my foot. That's better. That's Candace from Walls of Jericho. You know what you're doing, right? As Pedro, devil and me. Motherfucker. That's Scott from Biohazard. And then feels like you're pushing a marble through my shoulder. Craig ahead. Yeah, he's very detailed. So Craig. I can't wait to get one of these shirts when we go back to Hamburg. That's that's the real shirt. That's awesome. That's the real shirt, man. No, that guy did a job on me Look. where... Oh, that's so cool. It's just quotes. And then that's the front. Send that to me. That's really cool. Yeah. Yo, this guy cracked my back in a way. I was standing up. He told me to put my hands behind my head, and then he pushed my elbows together. He got behind me, grabbed me by my elbows, and picked me up, and my spine, it's kind of like a rock skipping across the water. Like, wow. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And he did it. <laughs> he did awesome. it just in time because the next day I had to go into action. If you know what I'm saying, I had to throw these hands a little bit, baby. You know what I'm saying? If you guys, if you all remember that. <laughs> so <laughs> if, let's not talk about. If that, I didn't have yeah. that back crack, though, forget it. I couldn't even look up. Uh, I want to shout out BJJ United Brazilian Jiu Jitsu United. Uh, Jared, who runs that school, he just invited me to a seminar this weekend, nice. and he's gonna come out to the Judge Show in Philly. Yo, how much uh, for me to get a black belt? <laughs> don't work like that what do you mean I got all kinds of money whatever don't you want like I'll give that. you a guitar very few people get black belts man. yeah but I'm willing to give a guitar come on <laughs> you can get a guitar belt then, a guitar strap black belt but uh, yeah no I met some cool people since I started this this uh, jujitsu now if you got a black belt is there a journey. way like of people knowing even when they're just walking around at the mall or something is there something you could wear like a little patch or something you should wear your black belt <laughs> I mean but that's kind of weird walk around only in your, your gear. that's you what I'm saying is that normal time. like would, could you do that or no, people look down I don't, the, the, the black belts that I've met are very rarely like flashy guys like <sighs> that you know very if I my black belt I'd be going in everybody's there's a few face. who like you know they you they want to let everybody know but for the most part the black belts that I've met are very like they're just like quiet, humble dudes, you know. Yeah, not a lot of big flashy. Point of being dudes. black belt, I'd be throwing everybody beaten if I. You was hate black people belt. like that, though. Come on. Well, yeah, yeah, if I could do it, it'd be cool. <laughs> I'd be just standing outside a grocery store testing. What are you looking at, old lady? I'm a black belt, bitch. I'm a black belt, yo. Taking groceries out of old old, old <sighs> Betty's hand. Yeah, get that. Get rid of that. Give milk. me a granola bars, bitch. I'm a black belt. Man, maybe it's better off. I'm not a black belt. Chris, why are you making weird hand gestures? Chris is telling us that we're coming to the end. That can't be true. That can't be true. It wasn't even 40 minutes. This was fun. Now, this felt right. This just felt right. It was nice. It mesh. It felt great. We did a good thing for bad people. I didn't get to do my segment, though, but I'll do it another time. Wait, you know what? We should end it with that segment. How much time you got? We were talking about this. We uh, got uh, four minutes. On our trip. Four minutes. Okay. Play my music, So, uh... We just, you want me to intro it real quick? Go ahead, intro, and then we'll play my music. It's something we've been talking about. Uh, Richie wants to do a... Uh, hey, you guys had the idea, not it's me. It's Richie's philosophy in life. We don't all agree with it, but it's Richie's philosophy. And uh, he's got some very interesting thoughts you people might like to know. Richie's going to explain to you, now that's feminine. That's feminine. 
for real though for real though that's right basically these guys know me for a while and when something's not right or a little weird or awkward or it could be right just different I say that's like a feminine thing if I believe it's a feminine thing being a feminine thing isn't bad it's just feminine in other languages certain words are feminine and masculine we don't argue with that that's just how it is okay so this is not an insult if something's feminine it's feminine I like feminine things I like women that's a feminine thing so certain things are feminine this is one thing that's feminine let me ask you guys this is wearing makeup feminine correct yeah okay okay it's feminine okay for the most part now so that's a feminine thing okay how about sliding around is that feminine if you're sliding around (laughs) i guess it depends like which it's kind of like i don't know sliding around around, yeah it's like uh, (laughs) maybe uh how about if you wear a certain outfit while you're sliding around that's right to wear a certain, started, a certain to outfit feminine. that matches started. how about one that matches all your friends outfits now that's starting to sound very okay, feminine okay so now you're sliding around you're wearing an outfit ah, that matches all your friends mm, outfit okay. okay that's feminine yeah yeah okay so these things are feminine what I'm talking about is hockey oh, ice hockey wow damn okay alright a hockey fight in particular just because you're fighting it doesn't mean it's masculine. You're wearing an outfit all the same as your friends. You're sliding around on ice with ice skates. We know about ice capades and all of that. <laughs> we know about what? Have you heard of That's Tanya Harding? Ridiculous. And what's the other one? She got a beat. So just because you're fighting, it's not masculine. If you're fighting on ice skates wearing matching outfits as your friends... And your fight almost looks like a dance where your left hand is on their shoulder, their left hand is on your shoulder, and you throw a right, they throw a right. As you slowly circle, that's feminine. So what I'm saying is feminine is a hockey fight. Oh, wow. Agree or disagree? That is incredible. That's an interesting perspective, Rich. I have to digest that one. That's interesting. I have to disagree. But I I see your logic, but it's pretty pretty twisted I thought, I thought both of you would agree with that and i know if i just said a hockey fight you would say no but i thought if i gave you the logic you, first, you really did paint quite a vivid picture saying. you did indeed i see that you guys all did agree that all these activities were feminine until i got to the point of what i was talking about yes, so but yeah. well you left out a few things though well i mean that that i don't have that hockey. much time chris said i didn't have that much time he <laughs> left out a few things that go along with hockey like that, what like they're not just sliding around it's no. extremely competitive extremely yeah, physical it's fast. you ever see how fast those girls spin i mean it's masculine a thing they're they're fighting and making each other bleed constantly just on fight ice for this skates thing. bottom line on ice, on skates. ice skates. well i think that's something we'll have to let the uh the audience mull over and perhaps they could uh send some questions into us and see if they agree with richie's assessment hey, let listen. us know your feedback not to mention post, it's a communist sport I'll at go. post americans on twitter <laughs> Uh, email us uh, postamericapodcast at gmail.com hit us up on Instagram post at postamericapodcast and uh, don't forget to subscribe download on iTunes thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time we out